Hello everybody and welcome to the All Things Rugby League podcast. Today we're going to be having a look at the two games of Easter weekend Super Saturday for the NRL round six I think it is. Yep that's what it is. It's so we've got the Penrith Panthers taking on the Manly Sea Eagles at Penrith Stadium. Uh, sorry Blue Bat Stadium apologies. And then we have the Brisbane Broncos taking on the Canberra Raiders at Suncorp Stadium. I'm just going to go through these quickly, guys. The family is here for Easter, but we'll still be going through our usual previews. The Penrith Panthers are coming off a high from clicking into form and absolutely destroying the Canberra Raiders at GIO Stadium last week. They also managed to pull off a boss-level troll on Ricky Stewart by having Jamin Salmon go under the sticks to be the one to put the 50 on. And statistically, as history will show, no team has ever conceded 50 and gone on to win the Premiership. So... Quite a um, quite a trolley little move from the Penrith Panthers there by having Jamin Salmon, of all people, be the one to put the pencil through Ricky's team for this season. So the Penrith Panthers will be feeling good coming into this one. They do lose James Fisher-Harris, who has suffered some damage to his MCL. It's expected that he could be out from anywhere from two to six weeks, but knowing Fish, he's incredibly tough, so he probably won't need to spend the full six weeks out, so we'll probably see him sooner rather than later. However, he will not be running out tonight against the Manly Sea Eagles. Apart from that, the Penrith Panthers do get Sonny Luke back after being stood down after suffering an awful concussion against Parramatta. So the Penrith Panthers are pretty close to full strength. Uh, there's still no Liam Martin, so but Zach Hosking does seem to have worked his way into the side full time. It'll be yet it is yet to be seen whether or not Lou Garner will get another crack or whether the spot is Hosking's. There's also some talk about potentially Zach Hosking permanently moving to the right edge to play outside Nathan Cleary because the lines that Hosking is able to run is something that Cleary can definitely take advantage of, while Liam Martin can fill the role Viliami Kikad did last year and before for the Penrith Panthers of being that explosive, big, intimidating second rower on the left-hand side outside Jerome Luai. The team list for the Penrith Panthers, Dylan Edwards at fullback, Sunio Taruba and Brian To'o on the wings, Isaac Tungo and Stephen Crichton in the centres, Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary are the halves pairing, Moses Leota and Matt Eisenhuth are the front row with Matt Eisenhuth coming in for James Fisher-Harris, Mitch Kenny will start the game at hooker, Scott Sorensen and Zach Hosking make up the back row, Isaiah Yo at lock on the bench, Sonny Luke, Lindsay Smith who had a great game last week, Spencer Lenya and Jamin Salmon. There's only one real player to watch for me for the Penrith Panthers for this game, and it is Zach Hosking. He's had a cracking start to his career, um, to his life as a Panther, and he's looking down to cement that right um, back row spot full-time next to Nathan Cleary, and he very well could do it. They could move Liam Martin over to the other side when he returns. Uh, Hosking, he's got a lot of talent, a lot of ability, and I think he's going to be a real, real good find for the Penrith Panthers, and I reckon that... His long-term future at the Penrith Panthers could be quite bright. So it'll be interesting to see how he goes in this game and to see if he can cement that spot full-time next to Nathan Cleary, which is one of probably the best spots to be as a second rower in the NRL. Over to the away team now. The Manly Sea Eagles will be kicking themselves after botching a very winnable game against the depleted Newcastle Knights in Mudgee. It ended up going to a draw, so they will be really disappointed with that result, Manly, considering they had the lead 20 points in the first half. So they will be looking for a big statement here, although this is probably one of the toughest teams and grounds to try and make your statement at. So we'll have a look at the ins and outs. The big in is Jason Saab is returning from his ACL reconstruction for his first game. That is a timely in for the Manly Sea Eagles, and they'll be hoping that he can have a big game with his lightning speed and his great kick air contest. 
contests. So, and the other one is Christian Tuapalotu is out on the wing, though he was suspected of having a lower leg injury. He also just had to make way for Jason Saab. And Ben Trebojevic has suffered an injury and is expected to be out for quite a while. But the team list is as follows. Turbo Tom Trebojevic in the fullback position. Jason Saab and Ruben Garrick on the wings with Brad Parker and Morgan Harper in the centres. K.O. Weeks is coming into 5'8". Josh Schuster has again been ruled out with an injury. It was thought that maybe Cooper Johns would come in, but K.O. Weeks has been given the nod with Daly Cherry Evans at halfback. Taniela Pasaka and Jake Trebojevic are the in-form props and Harmole or Olukawatu and Kelma Tuolagi are the in-form back rowers. They've been punching teams in the gut, metaphorically, with their aggression and their hard carries. And Josh Alloyer will lock the scrum. And on the bench for the Manly Sea Eagles, Cal Lawton, Ethan Bullimore, Sean Kepi, and Cooper Johns is there on the bench. So it'll be interesting to see what role Cooper plays if he's expected to share 5-8 duties with KO Weeks, if he'll come on as hooker, or we'll have to see what the plan is for Anthony Seabold there. The player to watch for me for the Manly Sea Eagles, it's got to be K.O. Weeks coming in for his first game at 5'8". This kid has a lot of potential and a lot of ability, and it'll be very interesting to see how he goes against the defending premiers as a playmaker in at 5'8 to partner Daily Cherry Evans. Um, he's done, He's been impressive in the outside backs every time we've seen him so far, but this is a very different game being a ball player, so it'll be very interesting. But it'll also give a glimpse into what Manly's future could look like. Daily Cherry Evans is getting up there in years and retirement's probably not too far off. I don't think he's got another 10 years or so to go daily. So it will be interesting to see if KO Weeks moulds into the future plans for Manly alongside Josh Schuster, but it'll be good to get a first glimpse of KO Weeks at 5'8 here today. The key matchup to watch it's got to be the battle of the origin halfbacks. Nathan Cleary, the New South Wales halfback for the Penrith Panthers versus Daly Cherry Evans, the Queensland halfback for the Manly Sea Eagles. These two are probably consistently um, the best halfbacks in the competition, along with Adam Reynolds. And it'll be very interesting to see who is able to win this head-to-head -head battle and also to steer their team to victory here today. This is a crucial game for both teams. Uh, the Penrith Panthers are looking to get back into the top four after a slow start to the season, and the Manly Sea Eagles are looking to not drop into the bottom eight because it'll, it looks like this competition is going to be very intense and very competitive. So slipping to the bottom eight at any point could prove to be a death sentence for their finals ambitions. And so it'll be on the shoulders of Nathan Cleary or Daly Cherry Evans to steer their team to victory in this one. This one's going to be a hard one for both sides. Manly are probably going to be feeling the pinch of having those 10 minutes of extra time last week. So I do think that the Penrith Panthers have the advantage with that factor. And also the game is at Bluebet Stadium, the Panthers home ground. And we know how fearsome Penrith can be there, especially when they're feeling confident, which they will be after putting the broom through the Canberra Raiders. And that's why for my tip for this game, I am going to tip the Penrith Panthers to get the win. And I am going to tip them to get the win by 10 points or more. I think that... We know, we know Penrith play for the full 80 every 80 minutes that they play, and I do think that Manly are going to run out of gas as a result of their very hot, humid, and extra-time exhaustive effort last week against the Newcastle Knights. I do think that the return of Jason Saab and the unpredictability and the unknown factor of KO weeks, along with Tom Trebojevic being Tom Trebojevic, means that Manly will definitely have a chance, and I think they'll definitely make Penrith work for it. But I do think that the Penrith Panthers are just going to be too strong here today. They're feeling confident. They're feeling like they're getting in 
listening to their gurus. We're seeing a lot of good signs from a lot of their key players. I do think it's going to be the Penrith Panthers. I do think it's going to be 10 points or more. But I do think Manly are going to make a game of it. And if I had to pick some anytime try scorers, it'd be easy to pick Tom Trebovic because he's basically a cheat code. But I'm going to pick Isaac Tuggo for the Penrith Panthers because he's had a consistent try scoring record so far this year. And I'm also going to pick Ruben Garrick for the Manly Sea Eagles. So those are my predictions for game one. Let's have a look at game two, which will see the Brisbane Broncos take on the Canberra Raiders at Suncorp Stadium. Now, at first glance, it'd be very, very easy to write this game off as a slaughter of the Canberra Raiders, and it certainly has the potential to turn out that way. The Brisbane Broncos have maintained their undefeated record to start the season. They are white hot, and they seem to only be showing signs of getting better as they click as a team. And the Canberra Raiders, well, the Canberra Raiders are lucky the West Tigers exist and are doing worse than they are. Let's just put it that way. However, beware the ambush of the Raiders. The Raiders have pulled off, off many an ambush under the coaching of Ricky Stewart and the Brisbane Broncos make the mistake of going into this one too complacent. They could see their pants pulled down at Suncorp Stadium by the professional Dackers in the Canberra Raiders. However, the Raiders are having a pretty bad season to date. Yes, they do have a couple of injuries in some key positions and suspensions with Jack White and serving a suspension and also with the long-term injury to Xavier Savage, but at some point you have to say these these players are professionals and there is no excuse for some of the performances that Canberra have dished up, especially getting done by 50 by the Penrith Panthers in front of their home crowd at GIO Stadium when they had every reason to want to get up for that game. The second half capitulation was just unacceptable from any football side and Ricky Stewart will know that better than anybody. So can, you can expect Canberra to come out here and try to put on a big statement performance after that to show people that they are not done and they are not dying out of this competition and that they are ready to be the Canberra Raiders we have known for years and that is fight and scrap and claw for every inch in this competition. So the Brisbane Broncos want to be careful to not fall into the trap of getting complacent or they could suffer an ambush, but there is no doubt that the Broncos will be going Going into this one as heavy, heavy favourites and the Canberra Raiders will be want to be doing their ruddy bloody best to make sure that it doesn't end up being an absolute wipeout. The team list for the Brisbane Broncos is pretty stable. Reese Walsh at fullback, Jesse Arthurs and Selwyn Cobbo on the wings, while Corey Oates is still recovering from his broken jaw. Katoni Staggs and Herbie Farnworth are the centre pairing. Ezra Mam and Adam Reynolds, the halves. Tom Flegler and Payne Haas, who have been really bruising in their front row carries and their defence. And Payne Haas, well, <laughs> he's just a cheat code in himself, isn't he? Billy Walters will start the game at hooker. It's been quite an impressive season from Billy Walters so far, and I do hope to see it continue. Uh, Kurt Capewell and Jordan Ricky are the back row with Pat Carrigan locking the scrum. Corey Pave, Keenan Palacio, Corey Jensen and Marty Tapau are the bench for Kevin Walters. Same can't be said for the Canberra Raiders. They've had quite a few changes. Two of the notable ones is Harley Smith-Shields has dropped out and Jared Croker makes his first NRL appearance for this year. Just a quick note on Jared Croker. It's really hard not to root for this guy to get to his 300 and I really hope he does so he's able to retire as an elite member of that elite club. He really does deserve it, Jared Croker. He's been a long-term faithful servant of the Canberra Raiders and if anybody deserves that honour, it is Jared. So hopefully he is able to reach that this year. And also, uh, Joe Tarpanay, the top dog in the front row for the Canberra Raiders, has stayed in Canberra in order to be with his partner for the birth of their child, so he will not take part in the game tonight. He did not travel with the team to Brisbane. So the team list is as follows. Sebastian Chris, who's been filling in admirably at fullback while 
Xavier Savage recovers from his injury. Albert Hopawade and Jordan Rapana are the wings. Jared Croker and Matt Tomoko are the centre pairing. Brad Schneider is coming in to partner Jamal Fogarty. Um, while Jack Whiten serves the last week of his suspension, Josh Papali'i and Emre Gula will be the front row with Zach Wolford at hooker. Hudson Young and Elliot Whitehead are the back row, and Corey Horsburgh, Big Red, will lock the scrum. Tom Starling will take his usual spot on the bench. Pasami Solo, Corey Harawira Naira, and Peter Holler are the bench for Ricky Stewart. In terms of my predictions, I do predict the Brisbane Broncos to win this one and probably by a margin, but I sincerely hope that the Canberra Raiders give it a real good fight. I sincerely hope that they put 110% in this week for the full 80 minutes and they just grit and grind and tackle hard and just work their behinds off to try and make this a competitive one because I think the Raiders fans do deserve that. And I just want to see the heart back in the Canberra Raiders. And so I do hope that they make a game of it, but I do think that the Brisbane Broncos, who are absolutely riding high on their confidence right now and their incredible roster, I do think they're going to get the win. And I think it's going to be by about 20 points. I'm going to say 20 points even. Um it could be a margin of more, it could be a margin of less, depending which side of the Canberra Raiders turns up at Suncorp tonight. But I do think that it is going to be a Brisbane Broncos win to continue their undefeated streak. This is going to become a thing, isn't it? Can somebody please just beat them already? No, I'm just kidding. It's really good to see for you, Bronco fans. You've had a pretty disastrous couple of years. We won't mention 2020. But I do think that the anytime try scorers, I think I've got to give one to... I'm tossing up between Katoni Staggs and Selwyn Cobbo. Um, even Herbie Farmworth for the Brisbane Broncos. They've just got so many players that can score tries. Um, I'm going to go Herbie Farmworth. I'm going to say Herbie Farmworth for any time try scorer. He is heading off to the Dolphins, but he is doing his ruddy bloody best to win the Brisbane Broncos a premiership before he links up with the Dolphins. So I'm going to go Herbie Farmworth for the Broncos for any time try scorer. And my heart wants to say Jared Croker, but he's not been much of a try-scoring centre. He's more of a workhorse centre for the Canberra Raiders. So I'm going to say Matt Tomoko to score a try for the Canberra Raiders. So that is my preview for today's uh, Saturday games for Easter weekend round six for the NRL, guys. We will see you tomorrow for the two games then. And then we'll have a special Monday edition for the Parramatta West Tigers game. For the sake of you West Tigers fans, I sincerely hope your team shows up for that one. But anyway... Uh, I will see you then, guys. And coming next week, we will be having Monday uh, tips, tipping, just early tipping based on the information available and Monday. Of course, Team List Tuesdays when the Team List drops. However, I will be doing some previews and some tip suggestions. Of course, tip at your own risk and bet at your own risk. But I will be offering some opinion and analysis on the early predictions for how those games could go. So until then, guys, I will see you later. And until we see each other tomorrow, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good luck.